Am I the only one who watches? Are you the one? Am I the only one is the name of this podcast. Hello and welcome to Am I the Only One, the premier podcast about MTV's dating reality show, Are You the One? And after 12 episodes of Are You the Fun, two more episodes of a finale, after all these castmates finally pulled it together, found 11 perfect matches, and found their time in the Are You the Sun, we're finally, after two episodes of a finale, Are You the Done with season six. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was a long one. <laughs> that was a long one. It was a long season. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it was an exciting one. And welcome back to Am I the Only One? Jake, you're on your game today. Introduce me. <laughs> I'm your host, Jake. I'm Nick. And I'm Benji. I don't, I, I just need to say, like, obviously, I'm going to introduce myself before I, I say this, because uh, that's the most important thing, but I don't condone any of the puns that <laughs> Jake just said. I, not one of them, but we can. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, by the way, we we missed uh, well, the final episode. We didn't get our pot out. Yeah, well, we had – so it's been a couple weeks. This it's is, been a couple weeks. Yeah, so – Have we done one since Thanksgiving? I don't remember. This like is two or three weeks. It's, this is – it's three weeks. Three weeks. So uh, we we missed two weeks ago. We missed an episode for the regular old finale. Sorry, fans. Sorry. We had some uh, technical difficulties, a minor disaster that <laughs> led to us needing to delay things. And then I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I did have a before you said that, Jake. I didn't know you were going to break that down. I did have a spill some tea. On. <laughs> it was tea. No, it wasn't tea. It was the worst part of this. So essentially, I, I spilled on my laptop, breaking it. So I'm on my old laptop now. This is heartbreaking for me. You have no idea. I did not sleep all night. I had to leave town the next day. It was horrible. My worst nightmare. I couldn't bring my laptop on my on my travel because it was fucking broken and drying with a fan. It, it is it is officially done, 100% broken. But, yeah. but no. I, I spilled. It was not tea. But the worst part of it is so I bought pineapple. Pineapple, I don't know, like fucking Sunkissed, Fanta, something. What, whoever makes pineapple soda. I bought it because it was on sale for $2, and it sucks. Pineapple soda is horrible. Never buy it. But all I can drink it with is it's a fine mixer because it's so bad that it drowns out the the taste of alcohol is its only virtue. So, like, the taste of pineapple soda is better than alcohol, but that's the only thing it's better than. So it's a good mixer. So I spilled pineapple soda and vodka all over my laptop. That's that's what happened. Well – at least we're here together now. That's what's important, guys. Yeah, we made it through these <laughs> difficult times. And we made it through three episodes of finale for the show. So Yeah, man. <laughs> so I we get three hours of content to talk about. God damn it. <laughs> I get that these reality shows they, they have their final episode. If if it's a competition or there's some like result, like in this show, it's did they get all the perfect matches or not? I get that they have their final episode. And then they have a reunion. That's just someone introduced it a couple decades ago or however long ago it was. Probably The Bachelor. And then Maybe it worked. Survivor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Survivor baked it into the show. Yeah. That because, was smart. Yeah, yeah. It's necessary for the finale of Survivor. Yeah. So 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 Survivor, I think, does it right. They, they have one episode. You have the emotion because you want to come back and see the show. But I don't know if you really want to do that by itself. And with Are You the One, we get the finale. You get the emotions of they did it or not in this season. Yeah. Like every other season but last season, they did it. Yeah, exactly. They did it. They won. They won. They won. They Keith came through. He everybody <laughs> I, I mean, Keith was like trying not to take credit. I think he thought they might lose, you know, a couple times, but they did win. He hedges bets. He definitely was hedging yeah. his bets. Uh, a lot. Uh. <laughs> they clearly, they clearly didn't do whatever they had to do to determine for sure that uh, 
they'd eliminated all the possibilities and they were certain of the answer. Yeah, I think they, they had probably down to 50-50 maybe, something like that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, well, no, I think it's better than that because I saw that – I think it was the Shad mentioned this uh, on social media. That, so if you remember, I believe it was the second-to-last episode, the penultimate episode – uh, Shad is arguing that Audrey's his match, and the way that it was presented to us in the episode is that Keith shot it down. He was like, no, Shad and Audrey are on a match. But I guess how it actually went down is he said, no, going away from that match and going with whatever the alternative was gives us more information. So we're not going to do Shad and Audrey because I'm pretty confident oh. in their match, actually. See, so I sense. think production really fucked with us the last two or three episodes. So they knew. I mean, it really I, happened. I thought that was a possibility, obviously, too, that we just weren't getting all the information. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure when they're doing those deliberations near the end of the show and they are getting in the right direction, they can't – because they realize that many of the people are watching with the knowledge of who the perfect matches are, they try to obscure what direction the cast is heading as much as possible. So yeah. there's still more questions going into that final episode. It's interesting because, so this season, and I don't know if they've done this in the past, this season MTV was re- running this contest where you could guess who you thought the perfect matches were each week, and then you got points based on if you were right, and then you won something at the end. I wonder how much this, the the, the fact that, you can mathematically kind of keep track and make your guesses better and better. I wonder how much that affected that contest. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a silly MTV contest. I don't what do you know. win? Did you win? What did you win? I didn't Are end you it. Win? It sounds like you're calling it silly. Realizing <laughs> <laughs> the contest. Are you upset? He had a lot of, a lot of time spent on that contest, man. He's not good at the end. He has so many emails he created just for this contest to, to open just up. His apartment just covered in notes and like like you know, like yarn pointed different dots and matches, pictures of Alexis everywhere. It's insane. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Like in, it's like in a crime movie when they figure out who the serial killer is, but they can't track him down, so they go into his apartment first and just fucking covered in weird shit everywhere. Yeah. Like, they don't know where the guy is, but they know where his apartment is. Yeah, he has, like, a lot of Clinton's hair in there. It's not exactly. like <laughs> He has a single dread of Clinton's hair. He has, a, he has an eyelash from Gilles. Yeah. Got the whole thing. It's a nice little memory bag in there. A snapback. From e money. <laughs> what else? You want to go through all twenty two? Or <laughs> I could find something from everybody. Um, you know what you you know what you would have from Alexis though that we the only thing that needs mentioned true. from the finale. No, the finale was worthless. Let's just say it now. The finale is worthless. Yeah. I'm honestly glad we didn't have an episode because it was a bad finale. I agree. Uh, the only the first literal half hour, like precisely the first half hour, was just. It wasn't related to the finale at all, really. Um, but the only good thing that came of it was within that first half hour, and it was Keith setting fire to Alexis's cherished stuffed animal. Yeah, the Keith and Alexis feud fight was good. I mean, it was like a long time coming, I guess. Like that they really had like a real like aggressive fight. Yeah, the- nobody looked good. No, no neither of them. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so here's my question. How much did Alexis actually care about that thing? She brought it with her. It was a childhood. I don't know. I I follow. So I follow her on Twitter. Okay. And (laughs) she tweeted about caring about it a lot. Uh, And then like. That's what you're saying? That's your resume? No, no. One bullet point. That's I'm I'm giving some context. Continue, Jake. So. I follow her on Twitter. She says she really loves it, and that was a serious moment. And then someone else tweeted about knowing how much she loves that thing. And yet, like, it's still, like, it didn't seem like she was mad enough at him about what happened. Like, during during the reunion, I didn't really see that much anger out of her eyes. Like, in the show, she got upset, but, like, it it didn't really feel real to me that that was actually like so important to her that she was and maybe she just couldn't process how crazy it was that he would do that was well, like the fact that his instant reaction though was to go for that like i mean he's stats yeah. guy. he's thinking the numbers he's thinking <laughs> how do i hit or where it hurts you know what i mean like he's like where do i go from here uh, like he, he, he straight face he would right for it you know what i mean straight to the fire 
I think he knew it was going to hurt her. Like, it, it, it seemed pretty serious. Fun <laughs> was that fair game. Like, so I think if you're a little removed from it, I think even Keith would admit this. Like, he went too far. Like, she made out with another guy. She was a scumbag. I mean, even watching it was worse than what Keith thought in real time because Michael was like, they snuck off. Michael was licking beer off her boobs. Yeah, like, we should mention that. Like, caught red fucking yeah, handed. Like, yeah. she, he caught her. He's like, wait, you why is your bikini top off and just your bra on? Like you're just with Michael behind the bushes. Like that's the most suspicious thing you possibly could be in, even if you weren't doing anything. Yep. But the, I, I honestly, and this says a lot about my sympathies, but I honestly, I feel for Keith. Like I, in that situation, I totally see myself doing something similar. Like Keith did not look good. He ripped her cowboy boots. Oh, not yeah, that too. Like making out with someone does not excuse like damaging any kind of property. Like cowboy boots, which I'm assuming are expensive. I know nothing about cowboy boots. They seem expensive. Those seem like they sure. had some kind of real animal skin on. Right. They seem expensive. Yeah. Like a priceless memento of stuffed animal. Bucks. Not fair game. He was throwing mattresses, which is not a big deal, but doesn't look great. Like it just he he really objectively probably came off looking worse, but in a weird way, I still was in his corner. I thought he looked worse. There's also, I mean, there's an expectation with Alexis that I feel like he should have been aware of. I don't know. Like, True. we learned, I mean, we'll talk about this when we get to the the uh, reunion. But, like, she's made out with him. Not even that bad, really, compared to what she's done. Like, I don't, he was just, like, heated. And I I don't think I would have just, I, I don't know how what, what this exactly means to her besides a tweet that apparently she said that it means a lot to her. But... It seemed like he thought it meant a lot to her, so he was definitely going for the jugular there. I don't know. Yeah, the counterpoint to that is that at the end of the day, it is a stuffed animal that, yeah. like, just like, you know, it's kind of weird if you have a stuffed animal at that age, although yeah. I have met a lot of girls, like, it seems like girls do hang on to, like, blankets or stuffed animals from a young age. Maybe it's because it's more acceptable. Like, if a guy does that, obviously, you're going to get roasted even at, like, age 12, <laughs> yeah. let alone age, like, 22. But I've noticed girls do like that. I understand valuing stupid things because I value a lot of stupid things. Same. Um, I did appreciate, you know, Keith did say afterwards, he, he said, I always said Alexis would leave me a broken shell of a man, and she did. And I think that's the perfect, the perfect bow on the Alexis-Keith relationship. You know, nobody lost, really. They both did damage to each other. Uh, Keith was at the broken shell of a man. I feel like, if, as we saw the reunion, I think Alexis kind of grew emotionally from the time we saw her on the show, honestly. She came out looking pretty good at the reunion. Yeah, but, Go ahead. The real takeaway, the real takeaway from this is that we got one last lonely boxing montage. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and that's all I need from anything. <laughs> that's really smart of the producers to put that boxing gear out there. I mean, they they really but well, they got three or four good shots of of people looking sad and just you know, punching their feelings away. It was yeah, cuz didn't if I'm remembering if I'm remembering correctly, didn't Keith like punch it so hard the boxing thing fell down multiple times yes. too which yes. is a great like he's so mad he can't even like successfully get his anger out because yeah. he's so mad it pushes it over the top perfect great, great. perfect all right anything else in the final or should we go to the reunion i mean they pulled it off they did it yeah there's a, there wasn't even any really any suspense they drew it out there's a lot of commercial breaks it was not a good finale very bad finale for a great season yeah it was and before we get into the reunion jake was kind of attacking these reunions i think vanderpump rules is the show that really got these multi-part reunions going they do like four partners and like and i love i i'm excited for the vanderpump reunion like like vanderpump rules reunions because they they really expose some stuff they're they're intense and they're yeah, they're four weeks long. <laughs> well, and this this really drew from that. Like I felt like this was ripping off Vanderpump a lot, which is fine because I think Vanderpump is at the vanguard of reality television. Oh yeah, but it's just not there. Like I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here because this is this is more in part two than part one, but. Bringing back season five is something that's a Vanderpump thing. Bringing out these outside storylines, bringing in Twitter, bringing in relationships that people have with other seasons. Like, this all makes sense. I think those are good tactics. But the people they brought back from season five for this reunion, which, 
So I was initially amped for a two-part reunion. I'm like, holy shit, they got a lot of have a juicy they, – they have a lot of juicy shit for this. Like I'm in on two-part reunion. Then we got into two-part reunion, and they definitely could have fit this into one good reunion episode. They didn't need a two-parter. Yeah. It was gratuitous. And the people they brought in from season five specifically, but also, I mean, Shanley, they all such – and I don't care about any of them. Not a single person they brought in from previous season do I care about. I can't – There's people from previous seasons I would care about. I did not care about anybody they brought in for this, though. Yeah, I I didn't recognize uh, Shannon when they brought her in. Um, yeah. I, I thought she was Kaz, I and I realized – I had to look online, and I'm like, yeah, oh, that's Shannon. I recognized Carolina, but, like, I don't remember her that well. You know what I mean? Like, she's not – like she, I don't think she did a lot of things in her season. And the couple, uh, Gianna – I mean, you could go back and probably find me talking at length about that relationship. <laughs> but, like, I don't remember <laughs> them at all. Like, I really don't. And, like, it clearly those people they brought in – I mean, I guess, like, I question their motives in the sense of why they are fraternizing with the stick season so much, almost to, like, continue their, their draw out their fame, you know? Um, this is, I mean, if we're talking about the people from season five, this is the season that won zero dollars. True, they need, some, the they need some cash. That's a good point. They are hustling for money. They yeah. need money so bad. Yeah. You don't win a lot of money on this show. But if you don't win any money on the show, you're in a really bad place. Like you, you sacrifice school or your job, your career. Like you're in a really bad place if you don't win the money on the show. Yeah, if you, you can either go back have like a regular life or you just keep chasing it, and that's what these people are trying to do. And like, I don't think it's going great for them. So. <laughs> that being said. There were, I think there were some really good moments of the of the, of the show in general. Of yeah, I mean, yeah, it probably could have fit in one. Um, is there anything, Jake, that you particularly as as are sitting in the power chair? Um, did you want to pivot us towards a certain thing? <laughs> well, He's shrugging specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving in that fucking silence in five seconds. As you decide where we're at. <laughs> well, they started out uh, with kind of a recap of Malcolm and Deandra and Narice, and I honestly felt like we didn't get anything. No, I agree. Anything of substance out of. Okay, can I say one thing? There's literally one thing, and that we shouldn't talk about it any more than this. There's one good thing out of this, one singular thing, and I just like. My main takeaway overall, and we'll get to this as we talk about more things, but and in Reunion, it seems like they leave out a lot of juicy things in the show. And I wonder if that's in the contracts. I wonder if it's because of MTV's demographics. Like, MTV probably is skewing towards, like, they're trying to get 12 and 13-year-olds, so maybe they don't want to show everything to those kids, you know? And I understand that. I'd, be, I'd just be curious to hear an answer for sure from the producers or the heads of MTV or whatever, the executives. But the one thing that I feel like we missed out on is the, uh, why don't we have Dee Dee whispering to Malcolm? Let me suck your dick. Yeah. Like that's the exact kind of content I want from any show I'm watching, oh, yeah. and we didn't get I it. I love that. I don't know. I don't know why. They yeah, why did we have to show that? Why did we have to wait until the reunion to hear Dee Dee say, "I want to go ahead and slurp or whatever yeah. kind of noise?" <laughs> yeah, she that made. was weird. Well, um, I did like imagining that that's how she presented the mouth. Yeah. And the, <laughs> he was like, "What?" Like, she that noise, like the Professor Zoidberg noise, his little, yeah. little mouth tentacles moving. <laughs> Uh, maybe they didn't. I mean, it's, it's a whisper. I know maybe that's not caught on the mics well. That'd be the only excuse I'd have for him. But like, it seems like something you definitely would want to get on the on the TV because it would have been just great content, which is what we're looking for here. So I did wonder if a lot of this is like maybe the people on mic packs on all the time. Like mic packs are a pain in the ass to put on people, and yeah. like you definitely feel like like today at work, I I was holding a mic pack for someone, and I couldn't sit down for like two hours. Like a mic pack is a big fucking pain in the ass. So I understand that, but. I feel like they might be slacking if they only people mic'd up and we miss out DeAndre like blatantly asking Michael or Malcolm while he's with Narice to suck his dick. But whatever. It's, you know, we missed it. We got it. We got it. You, the, so the tricky part is you want to, if you can, clip a mic, clip the lavalier mic to clothing of some sort. But uh, this is a reality show with yeah. models. There's not a whole lot of clothing going on like near the shoulders or neck where you'd clip a mic to. They give them those necklaces, those guys, so they have something. Yeah, it's well. The thing is, you still so the mic pack is still on you though. So the the thing that you attach to your lapel or whatever is still, or you run up to the back of your shirt is still attached to like a pretty bulky. It's like the size of like two decks of cards, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, no, yeah. And yeah. so you put that in your back pocket usually, but then you can't sit 
down. Like I bet these people don't mic packs on them 100% of the time just because it would be impossible to do anything. Well, they could have booms in the house, right? Just regular mics. And they do, they do have boom mics for sure. Yeah. I just wonder, boom mics are also hard to hold. Like I do, I would be curious like how often they have a boom mic in there and yeah. when they bring those in. Yeah, I'd love to, just love to know more of the background. You know what I wish they kind of to derail us slightly, but I would wish they have it this night where they all go out like the night before the reunion. That should be the reunion. You know what I mean? Yes. Like that, that should really yeah. be it. Like I, I would love the camera because there were so many stories from that night that were like, I was like, whoa, that happened and that <laughs> happened. And I was just like, if we had some cameras on these people or just like maybe a, a, someone that's like, like put like a, a hat on Malcolm with a camera in there, like just do something. <laughs> just, just, just to see what he's up to. Like, I mean, I don't know why we didn't do that. <laughs> that would have been a great. That would have been. That should have been the second part of the reunion. The first part should have been that, and the second part should have been uh, commenting on that. Would, that would have been or at least using it. You, you set the whole so you have one reunion episode for the show. Because I mean, let's be honest. Are either one isn't good enough for a two part reunion? Yeah, no. this is evident. I appreciate the ambition they had to go for this season, but it clearly was. It, they didn't need to do two part reunion. But I would have loved seeing, like, so you set it in one episode. They're all at the reunion. And then you have flashback footage inside of stories. You're flashing back to fucking Anthony asking Alexis, like, texting Alexis to hang out in her room or whatever. Like, we needed that footage. Yeah. Let's get yeah. into that. Let's get into that because that's what I want to, I want to talk about. <laughs> that was the second episode, I think. Oh, uh, that's okay. You're fine with that, Jake? Okay. No, we need to bounce to what's best <laughs> because they did – they – so <laughs> – I do want to talk – before we get into what was good, I want to hit on a couple misses from these – Look about the bad stuff quick, guys. From these reunion episodes because there were a couple things that I really think missed the mark. First and foremost, a thing that I think if presented correctly, if done the right way, and probably it's just that they can't do it scientifically enough, what could be the most interesting part of any reunion show of a, of a dating show like this is that hookup chart, the hookup map. The like, you have the bracket thing. Yeah, but we basically got two minutes of here's here's something we included. Here's something we included. Oh, here's something two cast members say was barely uh, an encounter. Yeah, it, it wasn't good enough. There wasn't enough there. And I get that it's a lot of it's esoteric. You don't know who did what. Not everyone's admitting to what they did. Not everything was on camera. Well, hookup could be a peck. Or it could be, you know, right? Yes. Yeah, that was yeah, that wasn't a hookup thing. That was a kiss thing. I think it's important to note that because Zoe's bracket was wild for that thing, but it was kissing, it. and I bet it wasn't necessarily her instigating a lot of those kisses. No, I know she was kissed a couple times. By the way, Zoe looked great at the reunion, guys. Like that was, I mean, she's beautiful. Like Zoe's so beautiful, and I also read that it. it a couple cast members said she might have been the funniest girl on the show, so she got a really shitty edit if that's the case because she came across pretty well uh, overall, and she was definitely the most beautiful girl. But I mean, she got kind of she got done a little dirty. Yeah, I I, I mean, besides Alexis, the the girls got done dirty this season. If we're looking back at it, there wasn't like like who was I'm trying to think of like who who. I, mean, I love Alexis. Just watching her. Yeah, know. but but who else was like you know when when you look back, who got a good edit? Who who was like a potential protagonist for you for this show? It's not really anyone. No, I mean something. Like Kiana got a really bad edit. I mean, we can talk about all this stuff later, but yeah, because Kiana hooked up with Anthony. It turns out, and they. But the thing is, Anthony did say they split up because she kept talking about Michael. Right. Yeah. So maybe right. she think it's that bad of an edit. And I mean, you know, when you're getting an edit, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be a caricature of yourself. Um, I, I did appreciate the reunion giving more shades of gray on these people overall, but uh, I, I I'm trying to think. I think maybe Audrey came out the best of the girls. Yeah, I think I think Audrey. You, people probably aren't gonna dislike her at the end of that episode. I mean, there's definitely people that don't like Alexis. Clearly, Shanley and her had a weird thing and. Some of those women didn't like Alexis, but I thought uh, Uche didn't have. I mean, in the end, I think she looked okay. Oh, she got she got a, a generous edit. I thought she also looked very pretty at the reunion, better than I thought. I she did. In the she, she got a good edit in terms of like having a job in the future. Yeah, but she didn't have a good edit in terms of being like, "Ooh, I'm rooting for her." Like, I like her a lot. Yeah. Like, you're not really invested in Uche, I would say. 
Yeah, I would say you're more invested in Clinton, and I would say Clinton wasn't necessarily, besides being very beautiful, I don't yeah. think you're necessarily invested in Clinton. Like, we got more personality from him in the reunion than we did throughout the whole season. Yeah, I agree. He was just a fake Uche. And I, I would say, we're just kind of bouncing around now, but I would say Clinton and Uche, probably, I mean, I, I never see from them again, that'd be great. I mean, I hope they, you know, hope they make it, though. But I, I don't really need to see them. Again, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm fine. You're not gonna follow their Instagram or no, Twitter yeah. to see how they're doing the relationship because they're just. I mean, Jada said this, and I, it, you know, I'm I I don't know how to feel about Jada because I think she is in real life probably a really great person, and she seemed her edit this season made her seem like a great friend, but she wasn't too terribly interesting, and when she was shown, she was kind of annoying. I would say. Yeah, but I think she got probably a, a probably a kind of negative edit though. Overall, I would acknowledge. But in the reunion, I definitely was on the side of Clinton and Uche over Jada, and I like seeing Clinton defend Uche and get a little feisty. See that that whole thing them, I didn't really. I don't know. I why why were they arguing? <laughs> like I just didn't seem. To, yeah, no, that's the matter. Point. That's a really good point. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like they're together. Like Uche and Quinn are together. Like everyone could tell they liked each other a lot. Like Jada never had a chance with Clinton. Like why is this a story? It's it's I, it's kind of the same argument that everyone on the cast is getting in after the show, which is just you know the show showed me in the wrong light. I'm a good person. And so if, if there's anything that anyone else says that might contradict that, like saying you made this mistake, admit to it, or apologize for this thing you yeah. did to me, no, no one wants to do it. Yeah. They all, no one wants to admit that basically everyone wants to be able to say I got a bad edit and I didn't do anything wrong, as opposed to here are the things I did wrong, here are the ways I got a bad edit. They kind of work together to make me look worse than I am. Everyone just wants to say, I did everything fine. The editing was bad. Because the editing makes people look worse than they are, but it doesn't come, like, at the end of the day, they're editing clips of you together. So it's still you doing those things. And we kind of saw that, that when they, when everyone heads towards their more extreme side, it's still their more extreme side. No one's really inventing it because when they get real in those emotional moments during the finale, you see it's kind of how they were on the show too. Yeah. I agree with that. So what were we going into before we uh, derailed it with a bunch of talk? We could talk about the villains for the season. And then we had the Kiana pregnancy scare. (laughs) I mean, that's not funny, I guess. But I mean, let's was, let's let's talk about the it's Keanu. Funny in the context. <laughs> okay, here's why it's funny because you could tell by Michael's reaction that clearly they use a condom, and he was not worried at all about her being pregnant. Yeah. She said multiple times, "I knew I wasn't pregnant." Now we need to be sympathetic because she she's had a miscarriage before, which yeah. is scary. Um, you know, I think a lot of people probably listening to this, and some of us can probably relate to that, but. You know, Michael clearly was not concerned about her being pregnant. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a real concern. And so initially, when this yeah. brought up, I was like, "Is it, would it have been like ex, would they have been exploiting her by showing this?" Because I was kind of weirded out why they wouldn't show this. Like that seems like the perfect kind of thing for MTV to show. Like oh, these people hooked up yeah. within a week or two of knowing each other, and they they could have got like she could have got pregnant, and they would have been stuck with they, that baby. They have a franchise about each other. this. It's concept. So I mean, I well, that's the oh, that's the more cynical view. Is they have a whole spinoff for this, like <laughs> that baby becomes famous. They yeah. have an Instagram account oh, for the man. baby. Like they have a show. Maybe they go to crossover. They have a Teen Mom episode. Like that's more cynical part of that. I just, I was just like, why didn't they show this? And then the real pressing question, though, that really matters is, do they have a jar full of pregnancy tests right next to the jar full of condoms? <laughs> And what brand are those pregnancy tests? Like, what pregnancy test place is sponsoring this show? That's what I want to know. Well, we didn't see. Oh yeah, I'd love to see a jar of pregnancy tests right by the condoms. It would make you want to use the condoms. I mean, it would, it would definitely incentivize the condom use. Um, but I, I, I like to see like the time, like the just like the the TikTok on the whole thing. Like, why wouldn't she decided she was pregnant? Possibly like, was it after he ended it? Was this? Um, a day after they had sex, I, I'd like to know how, because like, it was like, it was pretty quickly after they hooked up. And then remember, we know the show's time scale isn't that long; it's only a few weeks long. So like, I I just don't think it, it probably would have been a weird narrative to follow because I I just think even the MTV as they were watching the producers were like she's not pregnant, like that's probably what they were thinking. Yeah, I think I think it was probably just trying to avoid something that 
to an outside observer might be more obvious or more like it, this isn't an issue, but she is probably she's been pregnant in the past. Yeah. No. So like, yeah, I, I think it was more just trying to avoid. Even if they could have made it not look that bad, just making sure that it didn't, regardless of how they decided to edit it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was fine. And no one really seemed to be it – was, it was interesting. Everyone seemed to understand what happened. It, I was I was pleasantly surprised with how mature and level-headedly everyone seemed to handle the situation. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. Yes. Can we talk about the um... – the loser table. Why don't they call them the Lonely Hearts Club or something? Like, why isn't it like a, it's not a loser table? I guess it's simple. It's, that's what Kareem called them, so that's probably why. But yeah, that's what. One Kareem looked great after this reunion. I would say, yeah, Kareem uh, looked Kareem looked really good. Um, but uh, yeah, they're called the losers. It's just like I well, one we found out at least. Joe hooked up with more girls than we thought. Joe shouldn't have been at that table. I mean, he he had like an yeah. extent. Like he slept with Alexis multiple times. He made out with Zoe, and he made out with the uh, with some other person. Like, why was he grouped in with those guys? Because it was his crew. Yeah, he had three or four people on his bracket, and I was like, holy shit! Wait a minute, because yeah. I think Joe sucked the most of all those guys besides E Money. <laughs> but it turned out he didn't belong with those guys at all. No, and. It is, it is Shad actually had a couple of moments that I was like, oh, I kind of feel, feel for Shad now. I didn't want. Well, I'm not saying I do feel for Shad, but I, oh, I'm getting there. You know what I mean? Especially when um, <laughs> did you catch when Terry J called him Chad? <laughs> he called him Chad at the losers table. The one, the one takeaway I really got from the, the, the both episodes of reunion were that like, what the fuck is the name Shad? Like, <laughs> Chad is already like a name with not a great rep, but it's a name. It's an established name, like. And I have kind of a weird name. I understand. So I have I have I have a wide tolerance for these things. But what the fuck is the name Shad? I just need some answers. I'm not questioning it. I like the Shad overall. The Shad is fine. I just want to know what the fuck that name is. I've, I've you know I've interacted with another Shad in my life, and I'm not a fan. So I'll tell you that much about that name. You know Shad? Shad? You've met a Shad? I've met a Shad. Shad. Not a met. I've talked to him in my place of business on the telephone a few times. Many times, actually. Oh wait, it's, okay. It's a biblical name, short for Shadrick. Evidently, that was in my head. Shadrick well, would have been short for. Well, I am. I don't know if you guys are not remembering this or what, but his name is David Shad. He still goes by Shad. Well, yeah, his last name. <laughs> I don't know. But like the, the Shad is still what he go. Like it's his name. Well, okay. Is it? Yeah. It, I is it beyond the show? Like I. I'm not con- – It doesn't matter anymore because he was on the show and that's people, what yeah. 99% of people for the rest of his life will know him from. I, I think, that's but I, I, think you're, I think you're trying to evaluate it as if like he decided he wants to be like like a normal person normally referred to as the Shad as opposed <laughs> to he crafted a character for a show that he decided would be referred to as the Shad – like if he's gonna have a, this public MTV personality, he's not gonna be Dave or David. He's gonna be the Shad. Like to me, I, I get what you're saying. So it's you not a good Shad's, move. You, you call it call him fake, huh? Is that what you're saying? Saying he's, he's, he's all an act. I don't. You're saying he's contrived, but I disagree because his his persona this whole season, he had it at the start. He has the Shad. We have the Shad. We have a lineage of fratty white guys who go by their last name and are just party animals and don't care about anything. And that's what the Shad set himself up as. But then we get the actual the Shad, and he wasn't like that at all. And in fact, at this reunion, he was trying so hard to seem like a poetic, like eloquent guy that like cares about girls and doesn't want to like Use them for sex. He just cares about them as people. Like he was really positioning himself as that. This whole reason want to get physical with them, and that goes totally counter to be going by the Shad. I'm on his LinkedIn profile right now. Okay, (laughs) shut the fuck up. No, you are David Shad, engineer, real real estate (laughs) developer, graduate graduate of USC. Wait, wait, engineer slash real estate developer is all you need to know about the Shad. That sums him up perfectly. There's nothing wrong with that, but what that sums him up perfectly. Does he have his friend on there? 
I'm not seeing immediately, but I am seeing that he gave a TEDx on sustainable buildings of the future. Uh, yeah, we're doing a pod on that next week. Guys, you guys want to <laughs> check it out. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is he seems like the guy <laughs> who crafts an image or a personality or an idea that's not necessarily – Wait, time out, time out. He was on The Price is yes. Right. This is second result for him. Okay, keep okay. going, Jake. I'm sorry, I, but I'm going to watch this video. In my time. view, he – he has come up in in his head. He's come up with this great bit, the shad. Wait, he went by David on the Prices Right, but continue, Jacob. He's sorry. he's come up with this great bit, a reality TV show character, the shad, a rich fratty guy who calls himself the shad, who has these deep insights about love, who thinks mm. he knows everything. Who has this heart that's so like complex and it's not and in his head this is a like genius character he's crafted and then he's not really that different from himself his quotes aren't that different from just what he thinks and he realizes like i didn't really perform that much as, as i was just like a mildly exaggerated version of myself but uh this is where i'm at because that's kind of what i've been doing watch watch, watch that tedx i watched the first 15 minutes or so watch it Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I The Shad to me is a character is a character being you, produced that was by the minute you watch the first 15 minutes of this, right? Yes. Okay. Just yes. making sure that <laughs> I want to make sure that you weren't saying like hypothetically you should watch. No, no, no. No, you've seen it. Okay. <laughs> I this is so to me, this is a a crafted character where he thinks he's come up with something, yet at the same time is constantly realizing I'm playing something that's not that far removed from what I want to be myself. Like I, I'm basically just showing an aspirational version of myself on TV, but also trying to pretend I'm in on the joke. Like I, I think, I, I think you're, he, he knows what's going on, but he's not doing the right stuff with that knowledge is where I'm at with this Shad character. Like he gets it, but that doesn't mean he's doing it right. That doesn't mean he's pulling it off, but I think he gets it. Uh, I don't think he gets it, man. I, here's the thing. I could buy a character like, let's say Michael. If you propose to me, like, let's say the Michael. Let's say Michael went by the Shad. Oh, and he built his character. He, did, he played the season now as he did. But no, you would. You'd be like, know. oh, I believe someone just wanted to be Stifler on a reality yeah, television okay. show that was yeah, about yeah. dating and banging people. But Shad didn't do any of that stuff. Like he set up this persona where you're like, oh, he's going to do like all these like kind of detestable things and be kind of a scumbag. But like it's going to be entertaining and people will like him and root for him at the end of the day. He didn't do any of those things. He was just kind of lame. But then he also went by like the Shad. Like he's trying to build up like this cocky persona, like this alter ego that like football players do or wrestlers do. And he didn't follow through on any of it. So either he half-assed it or like, He's just a confused dude. And, and Shad, if you're looking for advice, just, man, I'm here for you. He, he might, Shad, the Shad, whatever you want, I'm he, here Shad, for you. Shad, the Benchmeister is here for you, and he's going to give you a <laughs> V-Dog, V-Dog over there. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't pull it off. That, I mean, that's a different way of doing it. He, just, he really just couldn't pull off whatever he was trying to do. And I, but if, he was, if he was trying to do anything, he couldn't pull it off. So and that's enough, that's enough Shad talk. We just tripled our Shad talk in the season, and I'm, I think we can move on from it. <laughs> so the other two losers, um, Tyler, who it sounds like he only ever got a kiss from Nicole. Is that what we're assuming? Not a good reunion for him. He looked. He might have come off the worst of the whole reunion somehow. Yeah, he didn't look great. He had one good joke, I thought. I don't remember what it was, so probably wasn't that good of a joke. Um, and then <laughs> E-Money uh, was the fourth one, and I don't think – he made out the Lexus too, apparently. So <laughs> Yeah, Lexus – Alexis somehow like came off really well and that she was like seemed mature and she came off really poorly because we found out of all the like horrible guys she hooked up with throughout the season. I think that was Alexis like feeling bad for him. <laughs> I legitimately think like, oh, I'll toss it and make out. Like I I like that. I like that idea. I like that. That's what I that's what I believe. What was what's what's next? We're gonna talk about this the, the, all the season five people that are just dating this season, like the the couples in general did we really touch base on all of them yeah there's there's a lot going on on couples there's so many just people they I mean, we talked about this earlier in the season that this cast might be the most the best looking i think is what we probably talked about and clearly this is the best cast let's just say right now this is the best cast both like 
I loved how they kind of switched it. Almost like the guys this season were like usually girls, the girl half in reality shows, and the girls were more like guys in the reality half, um, which I really enjoyed because then the guys are, are messier and in drama more, which I appreciate yeah. as a guy watching the show. I appreciate seeing guys in that drama. Yeah, the other cast clear like, oh, man, we got to make moves on this cast. I mean, I will say like Keith was slid into Carolina's DMs, allegedly, for to better, but now they're dating. And... I mean, Keith also, I mean, all of these hookups, I mean, all of these relationships seem very. Wait, 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 guys. Yeah. Five seconds. Carolina, do you, how do you feel? Would you date Carolina? Yes or no? No. No. I mean, definitely if you saw her though, you'd be like, she's very attractive. But I think just from what I know about her. She's like arguably the most beautiful girl that's yeah. been on the show, but she's also arguably the most like unbearable well, girl. I think she's just show. very uninteresting. Like even like he's like, we never text. We don't talk. It's just we just get it. It's just like, okay, so you guys hook up like once every like three months or something. Like I don't like <laughs> that wasn't very back in like we don't need to text all the time. We just FaceTime like when yeah. we can, which I took for like every like, three or four days. I was like, that's pretty good setup, Keith. Like, I see where you're up to, my man. But like, she's also pretty loyal. Like, I I mean, she was set up against Gianna and Hayden, who are like the worst people that have ever been on the show. Yeah. So I don't like, yeah. I'm not totally sold on Carolina, although I have an overall positive feeling. About yeah, I, mean, I don't think they're going to be dating in like six months, but I mean, I don't, I'm fine with her as a person. I also didn't like what Keith wore to the reunion, so <laughs> we discussed it. But I mean, Keith had to be a Trump oh, yeah. voter; like he had he, to be. There's no way around it. I don't know how to reconcile those two things. Where Keith is like probably the person I love most from this season, but he probably is also like probably the smartest person on the show too. Like, also that's so the other complicated package. He's the smartest person on the show. And he's also probably a bigoted piece of shit. So it's like, what do I do about this? How do I take that information and reconcile it in my head? But they made it they also made his match Jada. I don't know. This that whole thing was um odd. He also grew his hair out. I thought his hair looked better in the show. Another just reunion people always change. Yeah, no, he was trying to he he got inspired by the guys that have all the nice hairdos and they know how to style it and he just needs to go back to his fucking shitty t-shirts, his shitty shorts with like eight beer cans in them, his like simple haircut. That's his look, and he yeah. needs to own it. Yeah, he's got to own that. I, I I thought the the visual changes were not improvements on the cast. Well, I thought a lot of season. them. Like Michael's hair looked bad. Michael had incredible hair all season. Holy shit, Michael! Let me tell you, I value my hair, Michael. You had incredible hair all season. I wondered how you did it because I know I could achieve it if I knew how to do it. And I don't know how to do it. And then you came to the reunion, and it looked like ass. Yeah. You know, I still think um, I'll say it again. I I thought uh, Zoe looked great, so I don't know <laughs> what you guys are talking about. I thought she looked way better in this than she did in the show. <laughs> but that's just me, I guess. She's she got her hair just right. Tyler trimmed his hair down to like this weird length that wasn't. I hated that as a he, bad length. He should have shaved. Yeah, if you're gonna go shorter, that. go way shorter because it looked way better longer. Just go shorter where like it like it contours like your 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 scalp. You know, like don't do like the weird. He looked like it was like an eight like a half ass like eighty eighties yeah. haircut. I don't even know. See, I like that look that he. I like that haircut that he had. I kind of like when that's just long up top like that. No, he had really nice hair during the season. Yeah, he had like one of the yeah. best hair haircuts during the season, and then during the reunion, he yeah, had so one of the worst. Just trying stuff, you know. Malcolm had like a, a much longer, thicker beard. Yeah, Malcolm's beard was weird. I didn't like Malcolm's beard because it made him yeah. seem dirty. Like beards are always kind yeah, of by default yeah. dirty, but it's usually purposeful. Like I want to look dirty because it, it complements my aesthetic, but Malcolm's aesthetic does not need to be dirtier than it already is. The beard was not good for him. His suit was very nice. He, he looked he was very nice besides, he looked good besides the, beard. the beard. Yeah, yeah. The beard, I mean, the beard really just needed to be a little shorter. Like it was, it was just too long. Like it would have been a little yeah. shorter, would have been fine. Anyone yeah. else you want to talk about before we get into more of these these weird couples? Who who was Nelson dating? Was that Narice? <laughs> it was Narice Nelson. And I was like, why the fuck does Nelson always show up on my television screen? I never asked for Nelson. I never want Nelson. But, like, in the end of the day, I'm never, like, disappointed no. about Nelson. But I definitely never want Nelson on my television. In the, in the Dirty 30 Challenge season, he was making a run before he got kicked out the show for getting into a fight for no well, reason. For, yeah. <laughs> Fighting so for no reason. That was, yeah, that was perfect encapsulation, yeah. Nelson. And then Hunter, also from he was being a deep run, dirty thirty, slept with uh, Audrey. 
Alexis? No, Alexis. no, I think it was Audrey, wasn't no, it? No, it was Alexis because it was another. It was, no, it was Audrey. Wait, it was Audrey. Nick's right. Yeah, yeah, it was Audrey. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I actually watched an extracurricular video of Michael and Audrey in a separate interview, and Michael was kind of like a little, a little salty about the Audrey Hunter Oh, and I was also like, why would Audrey bang Hunter? Because Hunter is not an appealing guy to me at all. Jack, like, I don't though, understand right? that. One. Just so some people are into that. that. He is yeah. Jack, like, but he's also probably like shorter than I am. Like I'm pretty confident in that. Like he's a small dude. Well, and Jack. wasn't he? And Audrey's like one of those beautiful women that I've ever it seen. Wasn't he's he's one of the many examples from the show. And by many, I mean at least one a season and max two a season of the like country gentleman character. Yeah, too. The Keith this year. The Keith. The uh, I guess. Michael from our previous season. That's who Alexis. Hold on, we didn't talk about that right now. (laughs) That Alexis and Michael are dating. Michael from season five. It's just, it's egregious. It's wrong. It's just, it's not okay. Evidently, no, no, wait, wait. Evidently, evidently, Alexis made that up. Evidently, they texted a little bit, but they've never met. Oh, she's trying to make Keith jealous because that's that's just that's classic Alexis right there. She's just, she's just like, it's great TV. I mean, like, I. Maybe we'll talk about this later. People I want to see more of later and like just like more reality. Let's TV. talk about it now. Let's okay. talk about it now. Alexis, Who do we want more of? Okay, if I had to do a draft, I want Alexis number one. I want Malcolm. I want him. I think he you get him into a challenge house, he'll be doing something crazy. Um yeah. Alexis is though, she's she's gotta be the number one. If you had to get Adrian, no, 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 no. You want my hot take? What is that? Malcolm, I agree. Okay, so Malcolm, I think, is a safe number one overall pick. Like, I think a lot of people could agree, whether you like him or hate him, Malcolm is going to make the television. He's a safe pick. But the highest ceiling, honestly, I think, Kareem. Yeah, he'd be good. I'm drafting Kareem number one overall. I'm going for ceiling. He could be a bust, but I'm going for ceiling with Kareem. I don't don't dislike that, because Kareem also, he'd be the type of guy... He get jacked. He get into it. He'd be kind of like bananas. He'd try to manipulate people. He get really angry a lot. Probably get thrown out at one season. Um, yep. Yep. But he'd also like strategize. He'd take it very seriously. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Kareem. Kareem goes very strongly in one of two directions in a challenge house, which is one he clashes with the old dogs and the like leaders of the house and all that very powerfully, or. He plays the game and he tries really hard to play the game. Yeah. Like he real like he kind of Jordans it. Like he really commits to being on like the bananas yes. team or something like that. I think his floor is Nelson. Like Kareem's floor is Nelson to me. Yeah, I can see which that. is a pretty good floor. Because Nelson's probably slightly above average. Like Nelson's got like a like a, a C C plus rating, I'd say, in the challenge. And that's Kareem's floor, which is fine. He could be on one or two seasons and be done with, but his ceiling is Man, Kareem, Kareem could really be good. I think Bananas is an apt comparison. I think, you know, he's got a little bit of CT in there as well, although he could, I don't think his ceiling's as high as CT, certainly. I don't yeah. say that. But Bananas is also, the CT's a, he's a monster, he's giant. Because Bananas also isn't that tall, right? It's like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, that can't be much taller than Kareem, so. Yeah, they're probably similar size. If Kareem worked out, he probably could be as big as Bananas yeah. for sure. Bananas, obviously, is very driven to be on the show. But yeah, Alexis is really the only... The really only girl from this season that I can picture like competing in the challenges and really like like being big there, but I could see Gilles being a really good cast member of that type of show. Yeah, they brought on like six people. I, I, which I like to see. I like to see them just bring on six people from this season. I think this is like I said, we said it's a strong yeah. season. I think basically this season where they already have dynamics with each other, relationships. Yeah, yeah this season was really good. And, this cast and they don't have very well. Casted. They don't have real world anymore. So at least not for the time being. Yeah, um, and the one the so I, I kinda don't like the whole the atmosphere of the challenge where it's like get the, the rookies out of here fast, we throw them all in, we just knock them out. But the one th- good thing it does is you can toss in six to eight people from this season into a, a, a season of the challenge and just get rid of the non competitors fast, figure out who's gonna compete. And who's going to make good no, TV, yeah. and that's who lasts. Yeah. So I, I do look forward to them finding out who that is from this show because there's there's always something. They're, they're not they don't bring on a cast of twenty to twenty two nobodies. There's going to be good challenge contestants. Yeah. From Ke- this show. Keith will be on. I mean, he'll get a challenge shot. I, I'd be surprised if he's yeah. on this one. 
Um, well, he earned it with his by. I mean, his strategy alone. Oh yeah, true. He'll go. He'll go on there as like a as like a well rounded like athlete, not like a smart guy. Like he'll go on there. He's like he's like a Wes. I would say yeah, DeAndre Wes. could be like a Camilla. I think Jules is another good pick. Jules would never win it, but she. Right. I could see her. Uh, she creates a lot of drama. She's a good character, and she's one of those people that leeches on through the season that doesn't get eliminated because they're not necessarily necessarily a threat. Uh, I think we'd a, I think we'd a lot of good people. I even think like someone like Olivia. I could see Olivia being like a yep. good competitor. I mean, she looks athletic. I don't know actually, but she looks athletic to me. Like Clinton would be good, but I don't think he'll do it. Um, I don't think he'll do it either. But obviously, he'd be an amazing. Yeah, competitor. he'd be really yeah. good. Uh, I mean, it just yeah, you could probably pick like you know six, eight, ten people off this show. I think they would all be interesting to see how they they do. Like Cara Maria and Olivia, that that's not a bad comp. I think Olivia and Cara, if she because like, Cara just got really into CrossFit, I mean, that's what some of these girls, some of these girls do. do. They can become pretty good competitors. So, well, that's what you forget in the ten years between Real World and being on the challenge is that you get really into being on the challenge and you work out a shit ton and get better at it. Yeah. And a lot of these people aren't like you see these people in their scrawnier, but like they haven't been working out for ten years of their life in the prime of their life to be physically fit. Yeah, for the challenge. Well, yeah, I'll say. Most of these people, you know, Bananas, Cara, Camilla, even somehow. But now, she, I mean, she's not not be on the show ever again. But she's somehow she's banned. Yeah, she somehow became really good at and fit in at, at the challenge. So if you just work at it, we're overlooking. I mean, I could see the number one draft pick being Michael. I mean, Michael probably. Yeah. If you're drafting True. this ten years ago, Michael's the number one, oh, number yeah, one no, pick. No. There's no question about it. Yeah, what I think about there's there's so many good guys like. <sighs> I'd love to see them just bring a whole bunch on there. Just bring like, bring like eight of them on there. The issue is most scenes only usually have about 20 to 24, right? Because the Dirty 30 was supposed to be like this huge jump. So they can't really bring like that many new faces because they do need the old faces to get the audience. So Well, if we can't see them on the challenge, who do you want to see on Are You the One Second Chances 2? Oh, yeah. Are they going to do that? I mean, do we have any? I don't think that's happening. Oh, I, I don't think yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, I don't think second chances are coming back. <laughs> who did, who was Alexis's match? Wasn't it somebody? Uh, it was Anthony? Never mind. I thought it was Kareem. That would have been a nice. Yeah, it was Anthony. Um, Anthony, by the way, if we Anthony hooked up with a surprisingly amount of women, like attractive. Women. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that guy? Like, he has like a nice job where he works with special like special needs children, oh, is that right? So like that's that that's matters. a good in, I guess. But like, he also seems like he. He's not a total scumbag, but he definitely skews towards that end of the spectrum, I would say, rather than, like, a nice guy end of the spectrum. And, like, I just don't, like, I'm sure in person, like, especially if he wasn't around all these attractive guys, he would look better. But he definitely wasn't one of the more attractive guys. I'm sure he'd be really good looking in the average room, but in this show, you're just like, oh, he's like a normal looking guy. <laughs> he had a very, he had a very uh, clean and, like, crafted look, though. So even if, like... On the surface, he doesn't have any features that stand out to you. Like, if everyone else, he it felt like he put in like he crafted his image better than most of the guys in the house is what I would say based on looking at him. And I think there's some appreciation for that. Yeah, and sometimes it's tough to really see what kind of conversations. Maybe he's just he's interested in person. Like, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem that way to me. You know what I mean? I don't know. He could also, yeah, I mean, maybe he could just, like, not suck. Or, yeah. Like, he just doesn't, <laughs> it just seems like to me when I watch the guy, I'm like, he does, I wouldn't want to hang out with that guy. Like, I, I feel <laughs> like for a lot of these cast members, though, there are so many things they say that, like, you would, when you hear that in your normal, like, from any other person, when you hear that, you go, like, that's something that I kind of write off a person by hearing just what they just, that one sentence they yeah. said. I would write a person off for hearing that, but I can't because I'm in a house with, people that are all like this for whatever reason true you know i'm sure if you made an edit of this these podcasts throughout the, the years now that we've been doing them you'd find that you could probably make me sound pretty bad so. oh yeah i think <laughs> you probably don't really have to apply too many edits to have a bad cut of you there big guy just listen to the podcast just listen to them once never heard the pod so i'm gonna assume that i sound great <laughs> Nick, do you want to do you want to know who's who's on X on the beach that you might be interested in? Oh yeah, so explain X on the beach. So no, because <laughs> I haven't done that much research. It's people with their X's and they're on a, they're in Hawaii on the beach. Okay, simple. That's my explanation because I don't know. But there's one person. I'm on I'm on Bevmo. 
You're on Venmo? Do you, do you want to guess? I'll tell you it's somebody from Vanderpump. Do you want to guess who's on it? It's somebody that's on X on the Beach. On, they're on Vanderpump? They're on Vanderpump, so they, they can't be famous enough where they're – I mean, obviously, like, Vanderpump's more famous than this, so it has, it's not one of the more no, famous people, but do you want to guess? Yeah, do you want to guess who would be on X on the Beach? X on the – It's a female. It's a girl. Is it – I, I honestly – I can picture faces, but I can't think of names right now. Is, is one of Jax's exes or, like, girls he hooked up with? I would say it's someone related to Jax in, in a certain way. He's got to tell me. I will, who I'll, is it? faith oh my god yeah yeah she's actually with one of the guys who's never been on a reality show before on the show fascinating so she's 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 definitely trying to up her profile no doubt yeah it makes me skeptical skeptical of her her storyline except for whatever yeah jack's pretty okay yeah different different different, yeah different conversation um So, uh, what else we got here, Jake? You're, you're Googling some stuff. You're scrolling. What do you got? What's, what's going on over here? I was trying to look up X on the Beach. I don't know what you guys are talking <laughs> about. I know I saw, I think in some tweets, or maybe it was briefly mentioned in this finale that some people were trying to get on it from this show. So, I was trying to figure out what you were talking about. But, uh, no dice. Well, evidently, Shannon messaged Tyler, who she's been throwing under the bus nonstop since the end of season five. To be on X on the beach, and he rejected her. But, uh, mm. So Shannon and Tyler aren't dating now, or Shannon and who's Anthony? Yeah, Shannon. Shannon's dating. Oh, Anthony, we didn't talk yes. about. We didn't really get into the whole. Alexis invited invited him to his. She invite. He went to Alexis's room. The night of uh, the the night before the reunion. Did we ever really get into that, or did no, I, no, we didn't. So. Okay, so this, this is kind of how it's presented. I'm sure people watch the episode. So they're they're sitting there on the couch. They bring out Shannon, who's from season five, the one that, you know, tax returns. And she... Um, the one that lost the season. For one the that whole, lost the season. The whole cast. Yeah. Probably got paid off. Yeah. And so, first of all, Dimitri apparently introduces Anthony and Shannon. And Dimitri, the way he presented it to her, it was so clear. He felt like he, he can't believe he did this to himself because he was very... Yeah. <laughs> you just end up feeling bad for Dimitri for the first time all season. By the way, you were like, "Oh, poor guy," because he he was like, "Yeah, you know, I, I always had kind of a thing for Shannon." <laughs> and introduced him to Anthony, and you know, they're they're great. I'm happy. They're great, 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 great guy, Anthony. I'm like, okay. All right. Anyway, but no, you feel bad for Anthony because she clearly was so thirsty to be relevant that she was going to go after Dimitri, who's. I mean, you could argue maybe e-money is below him in the power rankings, but I think probably Dimitri's literally at the very bottom of the power rankings for guys this season. And so Shannon was so desperate to be relevant, so desperate to be with someone already the one, that she went after Dimitri. Yeah. And then she met Dimitri, and he and, and then she met Anthony through Dimitri somehow. And she's like, oh, shit, I can like get up to like a mid-tier guy of this yeah. season from the very worst guy. I'm making this jump immediately. Yep, yeah. and this uh... – Probably backs up your point. So that the previous night before the reunion, Anthony, uh, so first of all, E Money and Alexa are hanging out. Just those. I don't. I mean, there's no real, no explanation for that context. What they're doing, why they're hanging out. E Money's probably trying to get action, but we'd never get an explanation for why or what's going on there. But then, um, he, he while Alexis is there in her hotel room, she gets a text from Anthony saying, "I need to place a crash." Just need to go to sleep. Sleep in your, your room. <laughs> that, 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 I'm just sleeping. It's nothing. You know, we're just sleeping. <laughs> I got my own room, but your room, you know, it's, it's three doors down. So I'm going to sleep in that room. It's closer um, to the elevator. He was resting <laughs> yeah, his eyes. He was resting his eyes. This is all happens. It's this reveal that Terrence J. knew all this. I, I don't know how he – someone must have told him or I, I'm not sure. But not, also not explained how he knew that. Another – just another mystery. But um, Shannon's sitting right next – to anthony during this whole thing and it's like she she was kind of touched him before then she quit touching him and then they 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 don't really explain what happened like they e-money is just like i I don't know what happened as far as i know i left the room and he came to the room and uh, whatever happened they say happened happened and then uh this is as they're going to commercial break so they kind of like zoomed out and this is a banner pump rules thing they do too where they're like when they go to the commercial break and they're really just like I mean, other shows do it, but Vanderpump does it all the time on their reunions. Um, they'll like spill more secrets, like like with, like with like production, or like they'll get they'll start fighting when they cut to commercial, which is exactly what happened here. 
where Alexis was talking to, I can't remember who she was talking to, but she was like, yeah, well, he came to my room super drunk and well, he was trying to fuck me. And like, he was just like, <laughs> yeah. just like, politely yeah. said it. And uh, Shannon's like, couldn't be, I mean, she yeah, was she's shot. two rows ahead of her. <laughs> yeah. And, and the quote, the quote yeah. is, we didn't have sex, but he definitely was trying to fuck me. That's why I let him in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Alexis, it's <laughs> just great. But like, but Shannon, I mean, maybe she just didn't want to settle it right there, but didn't seem to, I mean, she was That's, not happy about it, I guess, but she wasn't like, oh no, I got to defend my honor now. Just like, oh. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the, the, what I saw in those moments, like, or related to those moments, Shannon and Anthony aren't in a relationship. <laughs> you think fake. she just, she just, yeah, yeah. This, she, yeah, she wants to be on TV. They're all fucking yeah. fake. Yeah, no, totally. Because she wasn't even mad about that. It was just uh, so transparent. Just like, man, MTV, like, you gave us a two part reunion. You got my hopes up. You brought these nobodies back on the show that, like, I didn't care about, like, from this season, so next season, if you bring people back, I might care depending on who you bring back. Like, there's like half of the season I would care to see again next season. Last season, there was like nobody I need to see again, especially the people they brought in. Like, the people they brought in are people I aggressively never wanted to see again. <laughs> you can check the uh, the tape here. I believe the episode, bef- maybe this was the second chance this season, but it, it might have been the, I think it was season five. It's the penultimate episode of season five, our podcast. We were very down on that cast. Like I think, <laughs> I think if you want to, I, I'm not sure I'm remembering that correctly, but I'm pretty sure I am. We probably had like our, our most like a morose podcast. It was like it was like low key and sad because we were like, man, this season sucked. <laughs> well, that's because they had they had like three, four good people. All of the good people from that season were on second chances, and none of those people were in this reunion. Yeah. It's just well, I guess one one person from Second Chance. Yeah, why are people trying to date ASAP, man? We get ASAP in there. That's <laughs> what I'm talking. I would like. Yeah, exactly. You had ASAP. You have ASAP there, and you don't bring him back. Like you're bringing back the D team from that season. I just don't understand. Like I hated everyone. They like I did not have a positive connotation to anyone they brought back. Yeah, you had I think probably the best female from Are You the One so far in Tori. Last season, and we got. Well, no, she was season four. Oh, she was season four. four. I think she. And so was ASAP. Actually, now that you, Are you say sure? it, Tori made a deep run in the challenge this year. Yes, Tori and ASAP were both season four. We actually season five. Who is even good from season five? Like, who is on season five? That There's probably a couple like? I'm not thinking of. I like. I just can't think of them right now. I mean, I liked Derek. I know that, but I. Ooh, oh, yeah, Derek, yeah. Derek. He hasn't looked good since then, though. I liked Tyler at the time, but Michael was a better Tyler this season. So, like, I feel like I was settling for Tyler at the time for being the scumbag who is actually playing the yeah, game true. ruthlessly when I could have had Michael the whole time. Tyler looks kind of like a scumbag. Michael looks like the guy you'd want to be a scumbag. You know what I mean? Like, he he looks more like the prototypical, like, perfect guy for the show. Because Tyler just kind of, like, he had the sketchy beard, I remember, right? He's... Well, he had a very nice – it was not a sketchy beard, Nick. Hold up, hold up, hold up. If we're defending season five, we are starting with Tyler's beard. Okay. A math. All right. There's – yeah, I'm, I'm looking back through this cast and it is – oof. It is bad. There's not one guy I like. There's not a single guy that I like from the whole season. Not one. Besides maybe Mike, the Jersey guy, is maybe. And obviously we had Catherine, but that's on the girls' side. Yeah. we. I mean, we didn't have Catherine – in season five. Yes, Catherine was season five. No, I'm looking at the cast right now, my friend. There is no Catherine listed. Oh, wait, you mean that's a different... My girl Catherine? Yeah, what are you I'm talking about, Jake? Don't even fucking question the, me on this. The blonde Catherine. The yeah. blonde. He's like a newscaster now or something. We will meet up. <laughs> Our paths will cross. We will intersect at some point in an airport. Wait, she's a newscaster? Did you just make that up or is that like something you know about? I saw it on Instagram. I follow her on Instagram. That's all I know. She posts she was doing a lot of lingerie photo shoots for a while, and I believe she got to be a newscaster. I could be wrong. I think I followed a couple of these people on Instagram and then realized immediately they made a mistake and put following them. So that's that's my experience with the uh, social media with Are the One. Wait, Catherine Fox Business reporter Catherine Palmer? Hold on. 
Um, yes, that would be her, Catherine Palmer. So she is a newscaster. Thank you for doing the due diligence on that, Jake. Reporting to you live this afternoon from New York Stockholm floor on Fox Business. Hold up. People saw her role in the season of Are You the One? Like, you know what? We got to get her a news job. We got we to gotta put her on front and center on, I guess it's Fox. But like, still, like, come on. It's Fox. You're right. I don't really I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I mean, okay. First of all, she's blonde and attractive, so that's all Fox looks for in, in women news anchors. Um, as long as she's okay with being sexually harassed in the workplace. But I mean, she was smart about it. She came off the show. She had a hot intro. She kind of ended out. She kind of fizzled out at the end. Although I love her. I mean, we had a Catherine Memorial prize. Let's not forget about it. I mean, we dedicated like five to minutes of our podcast to it every week. Because Catherine yeah. is one of the greatest, probably the greatest, definitely the greatest cast member that's ever been on the show. But then she dated someone from the from the Bachelorette, and then she she's a newscaster now. So like that's a dream if you're going on the show. Like she, I mean, living the American dream. Honestly, if you had to lay them all out there, all what six seasons, so 126 people or whatever, she's definitely had the most successful career. Like it's not even close. So thank you guys. I'm glad I'm glad you're admitting that you were wrong about Catherine. I'm glad we're here, and I I hope that at, at the end of the season we can give one more Catherine Memorial Prize for best whatever. It was a purposefully long award title. It was supposed to be humorous in length, but in that I can't remember what it was, but it was a Catherine Memorial Prize. And I think that should go to, as much as I hate you money, and I hate him more than almost anything in my life, but he got the chance to rap at the end. And we got a really, maybe the juiciest tidbit from his rap, him and Tyler's song. They said the first line of their song, their collaboration was, Joe was lit the whole time. <laughs> and, and Joe deserves an award because we gave him we gave him excuses all season for being agitated because he couldn't smoke his weed. But it turned out he was fucking lit the whole time. And he was still that mad while he was lit yeah, the whole time. It. What's That's wrong with that guy? And it turns out he's actually getting like action too. He must just be that guy. It would just be him. Yeah, how mad is he? He he was dating Taylor, who's like one of those beautiful people on the planet. I don't care how much he sucks, he's still beautiful and like Joe kind of sucks. He grew up in a cult, like be appreciative. <laughs> Did that. Yeah, we I, we should have realized that a guy that was apparently the power farmer could stick a, a some weed onto the show. I mean or find a way to get it at least. He also had that line about Dimitri getting can cut out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If there was <laughs> It's it's funny that Dimitri's best moment on the entire show was getting burned about how he wasn't on the show. Yeah, he wasn't. I mean, there was episodes where I, we we didn't know his name until episode like seven. Like we really <laughs> didn't know who he was. Well, Jake, I know you you wanted to do a, a rap to close the pot out. I know you mentioned that you wanted to to close it up with a little rap for us all. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. Let's see what you see what's uh. <laughs> well. <laughs> When it all comes down to it, uh, we got ourselves another exciting season. We got a long one, a couple more episodes than normal, filled with more twists, more turns, and at least until the very end, it felt like a lot less success than normal. But in the end, we found out that this cast could pull it off, that there was love in the air, and that... Once again, I'm not the only one who loves Are You the One. So, guys, thanks for joining me again for another exciting season and hope to see you again next time. Thank um, you. I'm the only one.